When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back for another video. We've got a really strong FPL wildcard team to run through in this video. I know some of you love skipping to the end of these, but we're also going to talk about wildcard windows first, so stick around for that. Even if your wildcard's not active this week, there's a lot of food for thought here on which players and teams to be considering and avoiding. So when are the best wildcard windows? When I say wildcard windows, basically when are the best weeks to look at using it? I've put together a ticker with some notes by teams that say whether to buy or sell from those teams. So Gamic 7 is a good window. If your team's in poor shape this week, perhaps a few issues like Chilwell, Martinelli and Trent, the Gamic 7 wildcard allows you to pick up a double Gamic asset or two. Just be careful not to overinvest in the double, two or three players seems like a sensible maximum. One approach that many managers take in FPL is to dead end your team before a wildcard. In other words, taking a one week punt before the wildcard and then take them straight back out. For example, if you've got an opportunity to buy Morris for 5.5 mil, you could shift him straight back on afterwards on a Gaming 8 wildcard, so Gaming 8 is also a good opportunity to wildcard. If you've not got Sun and or Madison, then the Gaming 8 wildcard lets you target that Luton fixture directly. Gaming 9, perfectly fine wildcard window as well, because it's an international break, plus there's some fixture swings. As soon as the Gaming 8 deadline passes, you can activate your wildcard, and you've got two weeks to react to price changes, to gain some team value and avoid drops, and you can load up on the likes of Liverpool, Villa, Newcastle and Spurs. Liverpool are home to Everton that week and it's the first fixture of the game week, so as a result, Game Week 10 is also a week to consider the wildcard, because that means we should get some early news in the Game Week 9 deadline. So you could take a one-week punt on the likes of Diaz, Darwin and Jota if we know they start. Again, you're basically dead-ending your team and then wildcarding into Game Week 10. Let's play Devil's Advocate and say you've got a great FPL team right now, you've got all the right players and there's no urgency to wildcard, so when's a good time? If you can play your game really well, Game Week 19 is flying under the radar as an excellent week. It's obviously a while away, but something you might have forgotten is that Man City and Brentford both blank in Game Week 18. So again, that's an opportunity to dead end your team. Haaland's probably still going to be 14.1 mil max by then, so you can move him on for one week. Liverpool are home to Arsenal and Spurs are home to Everton, so Salah and Son are options in two moves. More importantly, as pointed out by Ben Krellin recently, there's a free midweek in Game Week 20, which Man City vs Brentford could actually end up moving to, making it double game week. We'd know by Game Week 19 as well, and that's actually the last week you can use your first wildcard. The double game week is speculative, but the blank is locked in, we know that's going to happen. So that's wildcard windows. Let's get into the team. If this was useful, hit subscribe. More content like this to come every week throughout the season. So starting off in goal, and it's a bit of a pun, we've got Raya. Two starts on the bounce now, including a massive call by Arteta to start him in the North London derby. Just 4.8 mil having dropped twice in price. 
If he has cemented himself as number one, it'd be a steal for that price though. It's been reported that Arteta already believes that he's a better keeper than Ramsdale and the undisputed number one. So it's a 4.8mm route into a top defence that should finish near top for expected goals conceded this season. I've not seen Raya in any teams, I'd love to know your thoughts on him in the comments. So the back three is Kabore, Botman and Berm. There is a way to squeeze Trippier in if that's your preference, we'll talk about that in a minute. Kabore is a nice cheap route into the double game week. He looks the best of the looting defenders given his wing back role and even won a penalty last game week. If you prefer Burnley's defence then Bayer or Aldaki also form ill options. Burnley do have a far better longer term fixture run so it is something to weigh up but they do have a worse double game week. This wildcard's got very good defence depth so Kabore is perfectly fine as you can put him last on your bench after. The Trippier combination does have a lighter defence so it's a bit more of a decision there. Newcastle have kept back to back clean sheets in the league now and they'll be top of the clean sheet odds this week home to Burnley who have scored just 4 goals this season, only Luton have scored fewer with 3. Don't expect attacking returns from these two every week, game week 6 was actually Botman's first Newcastle goal and Burns second. However at 4.7mm and 4.5mm respectively they're unbelievably cheap and great value given Newcastle's strength. Last season, Newcastle was second only to Man City for expected goals conceded over the season. West Ham away in Gaming 8 is the week to drop Burn to the bench to hop off the double up and there is depth on the bench to do just that. The midfield is Salah, Son and Bumo, Diaby and Saka. So Salah seems like a must have on a wildcard, still yet to blank this season. In fact he's on a streak of about 12 league games in a row returning, running over from last season. There's some definite opportunities to captain Salah over Haaland from Gaming 9. I've put together a chart here outlining 5 opportunities from Gaming 9 to 15. Salah's got home fixtures to Everton, Forest and Fulham over that run and away fixtures to Luton and Sheffield United. You can argue the case for going Haalandless as well but that's a really risky call and I don't see myself making it. Sun is certainly a captaincy option as well for that Luton game, finally delivered on his promise after the disappointing blank against Sheffield United, putting up a brace against Arsenal. By the way, where was the 8-0 Sheffield United loss when the Sun owners needed it in Game Week 5? I've found that fitting Sun, Salah and Haaland into a well-rounded team is tricky but this team does hit all three and it covers all the price points pretty well. It does mean no Man United assets however. They've got some nice fixtures themselves which do need to be mentioned. Unfortunately you can't have them all on the wildcard. From Game Week 9 they've got Sheffield United, Man City, Fulham, Luton and Everton. Perhaps an opportunity to sell Saka but he's also got that Sheffield United home fixture coming up. After two blanks on the bounce and Bumo could be War Prowse instead on the wildcard, who is about 0.8mm cheaper and he does have Sheffield United home this week and then Newcastle after. If you want Trippier then Bumo does have to be War Prowse and Raya probably needs to be a 4 mil keeper and depending on your team value one of the bench defenders might also need to be a 4 mil defender. That's a pretty close call, it's 3 sacrifices to basically upgrade Burn to Trippier essentially. Diaby's got an incredible run of fixtures ahead now so he's a no brainer to have on a wildcard. Playing as a second striker at times. Using Scout's player comparison tool, we've got their average positions by Gaming here. Which one do you think's Watkins? You might even guess it's the left side, given he's more advanced in some weeks, including the last two game weeks, but the left side's Diaby, right side is Watkins. Two goals and two assists so far this season, and he's got the fixtures to improve on that. So up top we've got Alvarez and Haaland. No need to panic after Alvarez one-pointer, Rodri's red card did completely change the game and Pep had to bring off the attackers to see the game out which they did well. De Bruyne's still not back for another couple of months potentially, so Alvarez looks like their main creative outlet right now. He won't start every match over the next two months but for 7 mil he's half the price of Haaland playing for the best attack in the league. 
Man City are fixture proof. They do have Arsenal Man United showing his red fixtures on the ticker, but he's a good long term hold. If you really want to go all in on the double game week, then Morris of course is an option as well. We talked about him lots in the Game Week 7 Players to Buy video. There are some pros and cons of Morris. Give that a watch if you haven't seen it yet. On the bench, it's Ariola Cash, Udogi, and Archer. Cash still comfortably topping the league for expected goal involvement among all defenders. From Game Week 8, he's a perma starter, where he's got Wolves, West Ham, Luton, and Forest. Essentially, from Game Week 8, Kabore and Byrne drop to the bench, and then Cash and Udogi are starters. Burns there for a rainy day if there's any surprise benchings or injuries. And let's not forget, Archer's a 4.6 mil starting forward as well. He's perfect to sit first or second on the bench with Burn, depending on which has the better fixture. So that's the wild card. As mentioned, there's a few tweaks you can make, such as Ward Prowse in from Bumo. Rai could be another keeper like Flecken or Turner. Nidogi could be a 4 mil defender, and those moves in combination do give you enough money for Burn to Trippier. If you feel that Turner does keep his spot, then that's also 0.2 mil saved on Areola. Hit like if this video was useful. More FBL content to follow this week. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.